Welcome to Unwanted Answers, episode 35. Due to a 100% budget cut by our producer, Paul, this episode is coming out over two months late and without the high-quality editing that you're accustomed to. Without the high editing you're accustomed to. So enjoy this episode out at long last. But if you're looking at that date and you're wondering, wait, isn't a Christmas episode supposed to be coming out around this time? The annual beloved and not asked for unwanted answers Christmas special? You would be right and wrong. Because this episode is not that Christmas episode, no. But, but keep your eyes and ears peeled for Christmas morning. You might see a little gift under the Christmas tree. And it's like tube socks or something. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Unwanted Answers. That's right. Another episode, episode 35 this time. Nickelodeon, locally. Yes. Channel Our local TV channels, we are finally at the phase of Nickelodeon. That's absolutely right. Um, yes. Uh, so that's a lot to live up to. I mean, yes. I'm a big Nicktoons kind of guy. So I really got to try and <clears throat> meet that standard. Kind of yes. do some. Kind of got to do some like uh, some weird esoteric comedy, but for kids kind of thing. Like, yes. Did you cry <sighs> okay. when Steve made his video? I didn't cry, but I did um, remember that I did genuinely used to really like Blue's Clues. Blue's Clues was the that. first show I remember <laughs> thinking this show has gone on too long. It's time to end it. <laughs> Yeah. Because I honestly, when he left, there was really no need to continue the show. Yeah, done um, reruns forever. Made bank though, probably. Um, <laughs> I, I don't remember. I didn't have any sort of emotional. I I, I think I might have been too old by the time Steve left, or something. Like I I wasn't watching it at the time Steve left, but I watched it a lot before that. Oh, I remember thinking, you corporate monsters. You're running this into the ground. Just end it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I even... I hated Joe remember. with a fiery passion. <laughs> yeah. I I don't... I didn't watch it at that point. I just... Yeah. Well, maybe if the dog dead. actually said what it wanted instead of leaving clues, it wouldn't be abandoned by three, two owners yeah, now. The whole show is just... It's communication issues, really. Yes. But just speak your mind. Relationships are built on communication. And yes. this is this is the problem. This is why the superior dog is Courage the Cowardly Dog. He was constantly trying to communicate the problems. He was pointing. Yes. He's like, look at this. Look at this crap right here. He's like, look at this. Yes. And they wouldn't listen. No. All right. So normally as we begin these shows, um, I don't even think, is there anything in time capsule wise we should mention? Just uh, that. Oh, sounds like get ready guys. It's booster time. Yeah, that's about it. Um, I mean, I thought my, this was supposed to be one shot and done and I feel a little lied no. to. I'm I, you know, I'm, I'm 
it's it, it was so long ago at this point that I got or it feels so long ago at this point that I got my vaccine that I kind of want. I'm just like, I I don't trust this thing still working. So please do give me another one. Do you um, have to get the same brand? Uh, I I don't know if you have to, but I. Th- think it's uh, i i shouldn't conjecture i don't all i know is that i i just uh had a a doctor's appointment and they said like within the next couple months look out look out for i i think i think he did use the word johnson and johnson as if it was going to be the same brand oh god if i could i'd switch (laughs) i'd switch like that (laughs) you know johnson and johnson They'll never sponsor this show, but yeah, we uh, we <laughs> talked about them enough on this podcast. It's uh, yeah, the those rascals. Oh yeah, um, but I'm fine with it. But uh, once you ask the the question of the day, my my, my uh, news uh, might spark some more conversation about time capsule stuff so oh yes so we kind of wrap that all in at the beginning <laughs> of each show because i don't have anything this time around yeah. i i barely got signed for the last one because it happened two days ago but yeah i shall turn to you and say once again what's been going on lately Yes, and I, I have a couple things, but uh, I'm going to keep it quick because I know we want to get into those sweet, sweet segments. Those oh, segments yes. proper. We don't want to talk about us the whole time. So no, we uh, hate us. I no want one hates is, us more than we... Yeah. Well, maybe Paul, yeah. but... Paul, the, Paul and us are the people who hate us the most. And yes. if you hate us, keep that in mind that you will never live up to the amount that we hate ourselves. And that's like, the sad all the time about, we, yeah, because I have to go to bed in this bed right here every night, <laughs> knowing that I'm me and I yes. can't escape that. I can't get out of it. <clears throat> but as a time capsule for my life, moving on from that, uh, I, I, I didn't know when it was ever going to happen again. But I went to a, uh, I always want to, my instincts always say the first con- concert post-COVID, but it's not post-COVID. Uh, and it's generally, yeah. Uh, but I was very happy because I bought tickets. I was very excited. Like, this is the first concert I want to, when things get better, back in the beginning of the summer when I thought that maybe things actually were going to get better. Um, we were also hopeful, weren't we? Yeah. And I, I bought worse tickets and, worse. and I, uh, as it was coming up, I was worried, but then I was very glad to see it got rescheduled, put to an outdoor venue and it was like strictly only vaccinated people could go. Uh, so I felt better about it. And that uh, made me pretty excited to go. And it was great. Um, to go back to one again after not going to anything like that since 2019 makes me very hopeful for this potential future where I can feel comfortable going to concerts more frequently and not have a disease looming over the entire thing. Uh, that would be very nice. Um, so definitely, uh, everyone get your cards, get boosters, 
if not for yourselves, so I can go to more concerts. Yes. Because it was really great. And it was, it was one of the best concert experiences I've ever had even because, I mean, it being outside was such a different experience. I haven't been to many concerts that are outside. And it was like raining and uh, even storming pretty badly, which sounds like it would be a bad thing, but it was like under a big pavilion and uh, looking out on the Detroit river. And there was like lightning in the so background. So you had to go to time. Detroit? Yeah. <clears throat> but I don't know if I mentioned it. It was for the artist Phoebe Bridgers, kind of a folk artist kind of thing. And it was... Uh, She's pretty blowing up artist right now. So I had to really get on top of buying, buying the tickets. They sold out in like an hour or two, but uh, I was on top. So I got tickets, um, but it was just a really crazy visual experience. It was like, there was a light show the whole time. Uh, I thought it was going to be canceled as I was standing there under the pavilion outside thinking like, there's a little, everything's really wet right now and it's straight up storming and the wind like it was <laughs> it was it was bad a bad storm that we were outside for for a second but it ended up being a very good story and the show happened anyway and it it, it, it was a fun time Always so the um, return of the concert i i hope for more of that and i i also I hope that more of them require showing Vax cards because there was another one that I uh, uh, wanted to go to that I couldn't really get any confirmation on that. And it, uh, I see videos of people at other concerts where it's like inside uh, and it's a smaller group of people, but it's like completely unmasked and uh, just like, Maybe if all these people were vaccinated, it would feel okay, but I don't trust y- y'all's people. Oh, no. so can't um, trust them. <laughs> so anyway, that was that was that was good, um, and it's an interesting part of the time capsule because uh, whether it's good or not, for most for the most part, it's probably not good for concerts to be happening at such a regular pace. But that is part of the time capsule that like bands I listen to are like fully on tour again and it's to varying degrees of carefulness, but, um, it is a thing that's happening again, uh, that I'm tackling with. Cause it's one of the, pa- one of the, pa- the pastimes that I participated in the most pre COVID and I had almost forgotten it. I just kind of, uh, gotten used to the fact that, Hey, this is done for a while. Uh, but that was a good uh, Phoebe Bridgers put on a good, good show. Oh, yes. So first time in two years to a concert. Yeah, I think the last one I want to say was in November 2019. And then in March 2020, I had two concerts I was going to go to. And yeah, they were <laughs> canceled, obviously. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You know, I was just thinking, no, I think the last time I saw a superhero movie was 2019 with Joker. Mm-hmm. So, wow. Feels weird that Joker even came out pre COVID. I don't know. It just feels like everything was. Uh, uh, yeah. It's, it's, time is, is weird. Yes. Um, so, <clears throat> that's really the biggest 
interesting thing that happened to me. I did have another thing I wanted to bring up during this segment. Oh, um, yes. Because I was given... Because everything else that's been happening to me and will continue to happen to me until December has just been school-related. The last three classes, the last nine credit hours I have to take for schooling for hopefully the rest of my life, and I never have to do another school class-related thing again. And I'll just have a bachelor's degree. Till you go and try and get that doctorate. It'll solve all my problems to have a bachelor's degree. And I will be... 100% 100% guaranteed employed. That's how it works. One can only um, hope. <laughs> so I will have a bachelor's degree, though, and I've been uh, working hard trying to stay on top of things, doing that and working at the same time. And the first assignment I was given in this last semester is my least favorite kind of assignment <laughs> to get, period. Um. And it's a genre of assignment that I've been given many times in school where you have to make other people do stuff. You have to find other people in your life. I've always, it's the absolute worst combination of uh, just social anxiety of like not wanting people to hate you who, uh, and, and just like, it, they didn't, pay for school don't wrap the other people in my life into this man yes um in fact Why should i remember they have to I, suffer yeah I, I i remember uh in my junior year of high school actually was a really big one where i i don't know if you had to do this but you know like a language arts class or something we had to uh interview people uh in our lives or something in that had a career that we could see ourselves doing um and I know we had to like in-depth interview like two people. Uh, and I oh, hated the, the idea search paper. Doing... That might have been what it was called. I um, think that was the one I interviewed. Um, well, oh. he's not, he, he was not in my life, but I interviewed Porky Pig voice actor Bob Bergen. That's right. That's right. Because it wasn't actually in. Yeah, you could interview anyone, I think. Because now that I think of it, people I interviewed were just in my life, but that was because I refused <laughs> to... Because what I ended up doing, I just didn't do it. And then the, <laughs> the, te- the, the, the teacher was so like worried because it was just like, uh, you're probably going to fail if you just don't do this. <laughs> but I was like, I don't want to interview people. Um, and so uh, I was uh, uh, eventually shoved into the direction of finding uh not really people who yeah just kind of random people in my life who maybe kind of (laughs) did something sort of similar like i'm pretty sure it was there was like questions my uncle answered or something like i just really did not want to like anyone i just want to meet uncle someday that's all i want (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's what it was for definitely um uh where was i going oh yeah so my least favorite kind of assignment i really felt like uh on this like either first or second day of this class i was like oh i thought i was done with this crap looping (laughs) everyone into it but no i have to come up with some kind of uh 
it is a senior level graphic design course and i have to come up with like a a, a 15 step process that i can hand off to six different people i know to design a logo so put something as simply as possible so that they'll come on the other end having designed something good and um so i'm like oh great i have to give six people i know homework all to say <laughs> i think i'm gonna have to give you some homework man oh well <laughs> go ahead bring it on <laughs> uh, i can't but, promise you that you won't fail and I this can't is, promise you though and this is the thing i'm gonna tell I'll try, everyone darn it uh, this is the thing i'm gonna tell everyone i make do it which is <laughs> you can definitely make it suck that'll make it even funnier to me oh yeah uh, and I, I just need to, to get some responses. Um, but it should be fun because uh, to show how seriously I was taking the assignment, I made this, like, I didn't really just do a simple 15 steps. I made, like, a, a comic, like a tutorial comic with this, like, weird uh, corporate mascot character who... Uh, tells you how to make a logo and uh i'm gonna hand that pdf p p that i'm gonna hand that pdf off to six people and to just see how they respond to it they're like uh, your six infinity stones yeah i have to find <laughs> my six infinity stones i don't know how people know that many people <laughs> yeah but, yeah maybe like yeah my dad you yeah and then i could make up four other personas like <laughs> you could um make up fictional ones and then the teacher will call them and you'll answer them all <laughs> yeah. hi i'm yeah. tyler's cousin we like live in the great state of texas what if I, what if i did it from like huck and oh. i did it yeah, yes. I did it. Uh, what if Huck designed this? And then I did what <laughs> if uh, Uncle Alan and Ash? That's two right there. Yes. Um, Babyface Antonio would be in Cran. Yeah, there, there, and there's four of the ones right there. That would be in, in Cran. And this is honestly, it's not that far off from what I would do for many of the jobs I applied for for my references because I don't have references. Oh, I, don't, no. I don't. I don't make connections with people. Exactly. So I write down a name and I put down a phone number that. I, when I used to have a home phone number, like a landline, this was much easier because I could just put the landline and that was a different number than my cell phone. But, you know, then you have to do stuff like, hopefully no employers are listening to this because I am going to have to yes. apply for jobs soon. <laughs> I'm going to have real references this time. But in the past, I would like do temporary Google voice numbers or something. Uh, and then, the, yeah, so my references were all lies for sure. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, um, do you know what sometimes I think of doing? Oh, what? <laughs> because, um, this reminded me. Uh, sometimes, I think for this show, we should... I, I hope this isn't illegal or anything, but <laughs> sometimes I think we should have, like, the characters, like, Uncle Al, Huck... Just send out fake resumes to like oh my God. position CEO and try to interview them and that could be part of the show. Like um we'll just answer job <laughs> questions. That is oh my God. So that so, is like so what's your point? 
know. Paul Paul doesn't watch that illegal department, but we can have someone be like, um, yeah. so what is your experience in being a CEO? Hey, wait, my, my, I'm the CEO, Huck's Poop Industries. Hey, wait, my dad's burning. So it says oh, you have a bachelor's degree. <laughs> yeah, man, I got that when I made a fifteen dollar donation to ABC when I watched The Bachelor. <laughs> wait, man, that's a fun <laughs> show. All them saying people finding love. <laughs> wait. <laughs> oh my god, that is the best idea that I feel so much embarrassment for thinking about, but also want to do so badly. Uh, <laughs> Do one, one would be hilarious. Would be um. Oh, what? Oh, so Henry, do you have? It says here that you have a criminal record. Yeah, but not as much as my brothers, as my mother will tell me all the time. Uh, now, I'm, I'm a good criminal, but they are the best. Did you know they yeah. escaped Alcatraz <laughs> sixty years ago? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If you want one of my brother's numbers, I can give it to you. If you're looking for someone who can escape, uh, you know, even a quick thinker, a quick learner. So, do we have to worry about theft with you, Henry? Uh, maybe small things like a stapler or or a pencil, <laughs> but no, like a copy machine. Oh, that's the kind of thing my brothers yeah. would steal. I, I'm not that great a stealer, as mother would tell me. Yeah, yeah, you don't you don't gotta worry about anything worse anything more than a stapler. <laughs> yeah, maybe a maybe a pack of staples or something. But yeah, you're good. Um uh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Someone will ask <laughs> Uncle Al, what would you consider your biggest accomplishment? Biggest accomplishment? Went through four different livers. <laughs> One was mine. Three more donations. I'm on track for a fifth. Oh yeah, what I was gonna. Uh, it, it's interesting because I know that a lot of them, a lot of like applications will say that like if you put any wrong information, that's grounds for like immediately either being terminated once you're hired or yes. grounds for immediately being denied. But is it illegal? <laughs> I don't. I think it it's just like. It wouldn't be something like a doctor or anything. It would be like what I because if it was illegal, it would be some kind of fraud. But to what degree does it? When does it become fraud and not just like a prank call? Yes. Maybe one day, maybe we should find like a. Uh, boy, we're just brainstorming ideas right now. <laughs> we should find like an online job fair or something. And that could be oh. an episode, like where it's interviews on the spot, and that's interesting because I'm think I'm gonna like attend something like that, like a Zoom like job fair type of thing. But I don't want to ruin that. <laughs> but it would be hilarious. Oh yes, even if it's just the chats and we have to read them out loud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> oh, that'd be good. Um. Something to think about and wonder. Could this backfire in any way? Man, what if? <laughs> what if? Yes. Had to go yeah. for like the biggest of goals too. Like CEO. I, I'm I'm starting to realize the finale of this show is going to be us in jail. I it's going to be the same as the end of Seinfeld. Oh, exactly. I rewatched that finale last week. 
Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I know we talked about it in one of the other episodes, but yeah. It's It'll be ironic because uh, we'll be in jail, but Paul will be free. Yeah, Paul that is ironic. still out there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll take the fall for Paul. Um, yes. So with all of that talk behind, uh, it's enough about me. Um. I never thought I'd say really. I thought thought I'd never get sick of me. Yes, but I, you know, by the end of every day, I start to feel sick of me, laying in oh, that yes. bed, going oh, to sleep at the night. The worst feeling in the I world is um, waking up, looking in the mirror, and realizing you can never escape you. Yeah, it is. Is in your dreams, you hope that you can wake up and be someone else. But then you, in the cold, hard light of morning, looking into the mirror, you realize that those are just fantasies and we are prisons of our bodies for oh, the time yes. that we are on this earth. And you then know, you I, die and it's nothing. Um, shall we answer a silly question? Or something? Why not? Go back <laughs> to the original format for a second. <laughs> All right, so this question is, would a dog share a food with you? Dogs do beg for food all the time when you are sitting on the table, I mean at the table, and more often than not, they get a bite or two. What would happen if you wanted to take some of their food? Would they share with you or signal you to get lost? (laughs) So man's best friend. Is man's best friend a share or not? Yeah, I'm, I'm imagining uh, the dog just, like, in whatever way a dog could portray this, just, like, pawing you away, like, ah, hey, off the ground, off the ground, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> you, like, try to take a reach, and just with the, its paw, it slaps you. Yeah. Maybe it'll, 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 like, fight you in slow motion, like, you know the final scene of The Lion King, where it just... Where, like, it's Simba and... Uh, not Mufasa, he's dead by then. Simba and Scar are fighting and just pawing at each other. Yeah. That, in a way, doesn't that seem like the um, the safest way to fight? Just, like, pause, like, wah, wah, wah! <laughs> yeah. Uh, or I'm also at, in the same way of, like, a, a, a walking into a room and seeing an empty chocolate wrapper that the dog just ate like uh, the dog walks in and sees that the bowl is empty and it wasn't in way and it's just like did, did you did you eat the, oh 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 <laughs> grabs the phone oh i have to call poison control <laughs> oh yes can't, you're a human you can't eat that oh, rough rough <laughs> he's like whatever happens i will save you <laughs> the, dog uh, the human thinks, owner is convulsing on the ground <laughs> the dog is like we're gonna have to 21 jump street it sticks its paw down his throat and <laughs> yeah. he's vomiting yeah you will get that kibble out of your throat you will survive <laughs> so you know, they're really they're, uh, I was about to go on a tangent you should just go <laughs> <laughs> So, would a dog share food with you? I don't think so. I think, because, you know, there's, 
and there's you know humans have different motivations in life some want money some want power but like a dog it only has one motivation it just wants food so you take that food away you think it'll be fun like a fun little thing (laughs) i took the dog's food away but then the next day you see it pack its belongings and is on its way is out of here. It's like you went too yeah. far. The dog's like, you went too far this time. Owner, yeah. you went too far. <laughs> Dragging a uh, a sh- uh, red polka dot sheet out the door in its mouth with all of its belongings. Yes, and the dude, the owner falls to his knees, looks at the empty talk dish and says, Dear God, what have I done? <laughs> Matt's best friend has abandoned me. Yeah. What if what if these opposable thumbs done? I've opened the kibble and I ate it myself. He's like, the thumbs that will make us the monsters. And then he gets a knife. Well, I shall be a monster. No more. And then eventually he goes to the dog who's like can't you come back? Look what I gave up for you! <laughs> my thumbs! And then the dog's like, "This is what- well, well, how are you going to scoop up my food now? Yeah, that's a good point. That's, how you, that's, what, that's what you're good for, is you got the thumbs. Wait, I can't open the bag myself. That's I didn't the think this through. That dogs back on. and humans go together. We don't have the thumbs. Yeah. <clears throat> It's a one-way... It's a parasitic relationship, really. Yes. That, uh, like Venom. Yes. <clears throat> yes. That's right. Oh, wait, that's symbiotic. But... Yeah, this is parasitic because the the, the dog is, is using the human for the gain uh, of, of receiving food from uh, kibble from a, a bag that you need a post thumbs to open. But there is absolutely no gain the other way. Yes. Dogs provide nothing to their owners, and I've always said that. And I think everyone would agree <laughs> with me, and I don't think that that's controversial. Yes. So, would a dog share its food with you? Probably not. Now, a cat, maybe, but, you know, cats are they're evil. So, the, they will, like, a dog would just pick up and leave, but a cat... <laughs> It's going to have some premeditated torture it will do. Like, yeah. at first, it will claw up your favorite chair, and in writing, it will say your face is next or something. <laughs> and then it will, like, you'll look at the cat, and it'll just give a simple, and then it will wink at you like, you know this is coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and this is exactly why I said that thing about the dogs, because it's just a, a little bit of a balance, because... This is, of course, uh, where the conversation was always going to end up. Uh, um, uh, or um, in uh, I'm trying to think of if uh, uh, if a cat would share food. I'm trying to imagine what would realistically happen because. Um, the look, I'm always the look of premeditation that you're talking about uh, is the look whenever a, a human enters the kitchen and our cat walks in 
with dead eyes and just like looks up at us, looks over at the food bowl, sees we're opening a can, looks back at us, back at the food bowl, and is in and just has this look of pure like you're wasting my time. Hmm. Lauding me into this room. Yes. Leaving that bowl empty. The audacity. Like a cat probably wouldn't kill its owner, but it would hire another cat to do it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 Bowl. Yeah, this Yeah, I do think I do think cats are more devious because I mean the interesting thing I personally I feel like I hear more about dog attacks and people being mauled by dogs than by cats but that's because cats are planning for you after you're dead they're like yes. the cousin who's who is uh planning on taking your inheritance by oh, like yes. working their way into the family uh smoothing up uh like grandma uh, that, that they are not even related to and then in the end they they convince the grandmother that that all of her grandchildren they don't need any inheritance. I need all the inheritance. Grandmother dies. Cat gets all the inheritance. They've done the long con. Oh, yes. They think, yes, once grandmother's gone, the cat will turn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then eat grandmother, which is, yeah. So. Oh, yes. Yeah, you, whenever you hear about like someone who's been like found dead for days... Like days later has been found. They always have a cat. Yeah, there actually is a yeah there there actually is a a a book that I have not read yet that apparently delves into because it feels like it's in a way it feels like it's more of a rumor. Like when I die, my cat's just going to eat me. Uh, and how, to what degree is that true? Although I do know, I do know. I did hear some kind of true crime story where someone's body was uh, that I'm desensitized to this. Maybe I shouldn't say this. <laughs> I'm going to say it, that um, that like when the house was searched for like a wellness check or something on this person who is like long deceased, they f- when they found the body a cat was just sitting in the rib cage, like just, oh. and it was like a skeleton and the cat was just sitting in the, like, that's how they found the person. So how long had the person been dead? If it was a skeleton or I think, I think, I think it was a combination of being dead quite a long time and no one knowing about it, but also just being eaten up by stuff, probably including cats. Um, because when a body is just left out and like it actually decomposes very, 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 very fast. Um, but that doesn't usually happen because usually it is gathered uh, before then. But yeah. I mean, oh, you can see it. If anyone wants to YouTube body farms, you can, you can see it right now. <laughs> Watch it. But probably don't. Yes. You have to have the stomach for it. Oh, yes. So, um, do you remember? I think they told the story in high school because it was with a math teacher who was still there. Did you ever hear about how a few years before we went to high school, there was 
um, some dude who lived like across the street from the school who had been found dead for days and like the cops called the school and told the teachers to shut the blinds on all the windows so they could get the body out. Oh, what? Uh, across the street from the high school? Yeah. Or- Something like oh. it was a house real close to the high school and they told them to yeah. shut the blinds. Oh, why? I did not hear about this. I'm wondering, like, why? I'm. Why would it take that to clear the body? Well, I'm so trying they to couldn't see. Yeah, but I guess I'm. Uh, yeah, I guess. But don't you, you want to traumatize like, the high school students? Yeah, don't you put it like in a body bag or something? I guess they would consider that traumatizing too to see. A Although, body to bag. be fair, you're saying in math class, what is going to keep your attention? Fractions or the dead body being wheeled out mm-hmm. the window. Yeah, if it's the street that I think you're talking about, like the across the street I think you're talking about, I think, is this right? I think I had a language arts class on that side of the school, as well as my civics class. Yeah. So I'm imagining, uh, you know, what... Uh, Learning about the catcher in the rye, and then oh, there's a dead body. Oh, yes. Oh, also, I don't know if I maybe I've told this story before, but there was do you remember when they would do that something like before, like a dance or something or a holiday? They would have like someone dressed up as the Grim Reaper go to the different classrooms. Um, I kind of remember how this, this is awakening some kind of memory, but it feels like maybe it's slightly different. I can't, because I do remember feeling freaked out by some Grim Reaper looking. (laughs) uh, Like when I was in one class, I think, uh, I won't say what subject it was, but I was in a class and the teacher was talking and looked up and just froze. And <laughs> everyone turned around. And the scary thing it's was, <laughs> yes, she, you, you would have moment. thought by her expression, no, it was the actual Reaper. Like, oh, yeah. my God. Not, <laughs> not today. Not not days. I have to finish this lesson. Yeah. And, ever, and the worst part was me and someone else were in the back row closest to the door. And you know, but I guess luckily I could see. Oh, would the Grim Reaper really wear blue jeans and tennis <laughs> shoes? But like, just yeah. that it was for a second. Like the look on her face is like, oh, this is it, isn't it? It's all that's <laughs> been building to this. Yeah, this is how I went out teach teaching this crap that no one's ever going to use in real life. God, I cannot. This class cannot be the last thing that I see. No, no, not today. <laughs> The last thing I will ever have muttered was this garbage. Like, it was so yeah. pointless. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, yes. <clears throat> wow, this is, the, this is the morbid episode. You know, it's interesting. This, this will probably release sometime in October. Oh, well, I think Wait. it has to, because... Yeah, yeah, it will. Yeah. yeah, tomorrow's the last day of October. September, but... Um, uh, yes, September. Uh, yeah, uh... <laughs> Yeah, so kind of fitting uh, that we talk about dead bodies. Oh, yes. 
So should we move on to our next segment? Yes, let's do that was all a response to a question, which I'm sure was answered. So we can move on to the next segment. Yes. So shall we gaze into the future of some of our popular characters? Very excited to do this one again. Let's do that. Okay. And the list randomizer is chosen. Skipper and the captain. Oh, (laughs) you know, I, I, I always, I don't want to pick favorites, but (laughs) it could be a favorite that I've just, that we've just picked. Oh, yes. Did you want to choose a number between one and five? One and five. Um, Let's go five. All right, five. And number five is... A real patriot is the fellow who gets a parking ticket and rejoices that the system works. So... Uh, they they get back to the boat. Yes, and, uh, there's a there's a big green there's a big green ticket on it. Yes, it's like envelopes. a port at the port. They they come back like um, captain's like oh skipper, wasn't that a wonderful lunch at Red Lobster? Captain, <laughs> you know I can't eat lobster. <laughs> it closes up yeah. my throat. I don't understand why we keep stopping at every Red Lobster when we're out at sea all the time. We can just catch fish. My God, Captain, would it be too much to go to an outback? Oh no, Skipper, we can't can't do that. Red Lobster is what gives us our money. You don't want no, to feel like you're waiting too long. <laughs> yeah, but Captain. <laughs> the, the lobster closes my throat and the cheddar biscuits mess up my lactose intolerance. They give me cramps in my stomach. Oh, Skipper, you just gotta get immune to it. That's the best medicine <laughs> of all. Yeah, uh, the cheddar bay biscuits a little like a vaccine. <laughs> oh yes. So they go to the boat. It's like, oh, Skipper, look what you did this time. What are you talking about, Captain? You're the one who parked it. I know, Skipper, but just for insurance purposes, it's your name on the boat. What? I'm the one who has to pay it? Oh, that's right, Skipper. I I think the cop, remember, last time you threw a tantrum at the cop, he raised the price for the ticket. But that's not fair, Captain. You're the one who parked it. Oh, Skipper, we all have to make sacrifices, you know. Well, so, Captain, if my name is on the uh, if is on the the insurance, then I guess I'm the captain, then, huh? And he's like, "Oh no, Skipper, we found loopholes with our lawyers." Don't make me laugh. <laughs> he, he pats. He like slaps him on the back. Oh, Skipper, I love that optimism that someday you'll be the captain. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe there's like a a boat race between the ship that has Captain and the Skipper and the police. (laughs) Skipper's the one driving it away. Oh, Skipper, why don't you just pay the ticket? Because I didn't park it, Captain. We got to hurry and outrun the law. Please, um, please stop your vehicle. We will start shooting. Ah, oh, they're not gonna get me this time. 
<laughs> and then um, Skipper's like, oh, well, Captain's like, oh, well, Skipper, if we're going to have to um, outrun the police, we may as well drop the dead weight. Uh, I've been saying that for three years, Captain. I've oh. been waiting for this moment for years, Captain. Oh, Skipper, your, belo <laughs> your beloved model Lego collection overboard. What are you doing, Captain? That's me. Legos. Those are raising in value. It's a collector's market. Those are raising in value. <laughs> oh, Skipper, the picture of your mother's gonna have to go overboard. No, that's all I have of me mother before the sharks ate her. Oh, Sk and then um, <laughs> they throwing the stuff overboard, <laughs> and the, the the um cops in the boat are like. What do we worry about, men? Do we worry about them getting away or the littering in the ocean? Yeah. Well, on okay. Captain Planet, they said to take care of the water, and 75% there, there's water. Okay. Men, get your um, nets. We're going to clean the ocean. <laughs> oh, Skipper, once again, you saved our lives and uh, saved us from danger. Hey, Captain, hey. <laughs> but make no mistake. Next time we go to Red Lobster, there'll be a little something extra in your cheddar biscuit, like poison. What was that? What was that, Skipper? Oh, nothing, Captain, nothing. Uh, oh, because I thought you mentioned something about Red Lobster. <laughs> Skipper? Sounds like a good idea. course. Do sell <laughs> the next <laughs> Red Lobster. <laughs> that's your award the cups. Skipper, another visit to Red Lobster. No, Captain. Oh, Skipper, you got to buy some more EpiPens and get plenty have more of that yeah. lobster. Yeah, I'm so impressed by their brand consistency. Every single Cheddar Bay biscuit at every location, just as good as the last. <laughs> I, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, Skipper, is it nice to have some consistency in life? There are only two guarantees in life. Red Lobster... And I'll always be captain. I sure I. Uh, <laughs> captain, I also have celiac disease. <laughs> I, have, I have a deadly allergen to, 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 to shellfish and celiacs. I can't have Cheddar Bay biscuits. <laughs> so, yes. So, I guess Skipper's not a real patriot because he didn't have such a warm reaction to the ticket. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's, he's a, he's a seaman and uh, he's not worried about a parking ticket. He's, you know, he's going to exactly. be, he's a bit of a drifter himself. Oh, yes. Yeah. Maybe one day they'll There's bump into goals. each other. Yeah. At the red lobster. <laughs> yeah. The train is kind of close to the, to the dock. Uh, and uh, every day, he's like, Captain, can we please just go to Long John Silver instead? <laughs> oh no, Skipper, I don't need that fast food. I need a yeah, I can't nice do meal fried and cheddar food. biscuits. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's uh, uh, the, the, the waiter comes up to the table that just Skipper and the captain are sitting at, and is just like, uh, hey, so uh, I'm training. This kid here, he looks like he's like 10, but trust me, he's 16. It's legal. Um, so before you get your order, um, would you like a cocktail? It will require a tip, 
In fact, if you could just give the, uh, we'll make it up for you. You can give the money now. And then my shift is going to be over. So your other, the other waiter is going to come help you. It was like what you paid in cash. Yeah, we, yeah, our, uh, yeah, we do have to pay in cash for cocktails. Um, so I'll just, I'll just head to the back, take the cash now, actually, not at the end of the meal. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe like every time the skipper, maybe one day when skipper and the captain go to Red Lobster. The skipper will, the waiter will come, a different waiter from our beloved bartender. He will say, Sean, what, hello, what can I get for you? Um, and the skipper's like, I think I'll try the steak this time. Oh, no, skipper, no need to order anything. Waiter, <laughs> just more, your cheddar biscuits. That will be yeah. our meal for today. No, Captain, my, my stomach can't take any more of the cramps. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what? Add some. Uh, you know what? A lobster claw as well, and we'll, uh, you know, just kind of take a bite of each, and then, um, buffet. At one red lobster, he's their one millionth customer, <laughs> and then, I guess our drifter friend will be like, "Hey, look! It's our one hundredth cast, one hundredth uh, customer." That means he's captain for the day. <laughs> oh, Skipper, is that nice for you to finally be captain? Aye, sir, aye. <laughs> the best thing about being captain is being captain at Red Lobster, aye. Oh, and then, no, and then, but then he goes, uh, the chat comes and he's like, oh, oh, so you're, oh, you're paying. Oh, sorry, then I guess the captain hat goes to this guy. <laughs> oh, Skipper, is it nice to have some things always be the same? <laughs> He puts. They put the captain's hat on top of the captain's hat. I. That's. I've got. I've got the green. I've got the money. So I'll do, handle the check. Oh yes. You know, and I'll put a big tip in it for you for brand consistency. Oh yes. So there we go. Is Red I guess- Lobster a franchise? What? It's Red Lobster a franchise. I'm serious. Yeah, it's everywhere. It's fran- no, I just mean is it a franchise like each one is owned by its own owners, but oh, it has I don't know. brand, or is it does Red Lobster franchise? This is important. This is important. Yeah. Did you know that in the time of the pandemic they switched from Coke to Pepsi, which I really appreciate. Red Lobster specifically? Yes. Oh, I haven't been there since the pandemic. That, that's that's nice. That's nice. It seems like that would be bad for everyone else, like an odd switch for everyone else. But I'm a fan of uh, Pepsi products. I will take Pepsi products any day over that Coke crap. Yeah, I mean, when it yeah, it's it's honestly true. I don't know. Pe- Pepsi gets a bad rap because of Pepsi itself, but like, look at all the other products, man. Look at yeah, all you got the other Mountain Pepsi Dew, Sierra Mist. I, I don't understand how someone can prefer Coke products over it. And yet Coke is everywhere. Yeah. I'm going to be honest, though. I shouldn't even go here. I'm such a, I'm such a, re- I'm, so, I'm not like other, I'm so rebellious. I kind of, I'm kind of into Dr. Pepper Snapple Company. Actually, I think they're Dr. Pepper, uh, God, what is it? Uh, they're not that anymore. They're Dr. Pepper Keurig. Dr. Pepper Keurig Company. <laughs> That's the one they they own 7-Up 
and Snapple and stuff. Uh, you always yep. forget about that third one. Yes, although a lot of times, like the movie theater around us, lumps Dr Pepper in with Pepsi. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Dr Pepper Company uh, is big enough to have only their products. Like I don't hmm. I don't think they have those kind of deals. So there are tons of places that will have Dr Pepper, even though they, other than that, will just have Pepsi products or something. Yes. By the way, it does look like Red Lobster does franchise. Well, good for them. Maybe that's that'll be when the skipper and the captain retire. That will be <laughs> yeah. their new endeavor. Yeah. <laughs> Franchising a Red Lobster. Yeah. It seems like strangely common on this show that we start talking about a random like random company like yes. a restaurant or a soda or something and yet it's, does anyone ever sponsor us no no i'm not even directly like um uh i'm not like endorsing this. although i did just look up that apparently the the dr pepper company own it is the people who create uh that they, they also are some of their brands are Sh schweppes ginger ale my favorite ginger ale and sunkissed um and a and w root beer oh yes they've got, they've got some heavy hitters man oh yes Dr. Pepper. Anyway, enough of that. Yes. No one by anything. You know, Just, I didn't no. used to like Dr. Pepper, and I still don't, but I did drink it for a little bit because I saw it in the 2002 Spider-Man movie. <laughs> I was like, well, if Spider-Man uh, drinks, it must be good enough for me, and yeah. I faked it for a little bit. I was like, I can't yeah. do it anymore. I get it. I get why people don't like it. To me, it's one of my favorite sodas because it knows exactly what it is. It's the most fake tasting of all the sodas. <laughs> and it, it's, it's just like, at least this one acknowledges it, it knows what it is. It's, it's its own flavor too. Like it's not, you can't say like it's a Coke lemon or lime. Pepsi knockoff. Yeah, that too. But you can't say it's like lemon lime or orange or grape soda or ginger ale. It's just a weird nebulous thing. Yes. It's, it's just, and it's just flavor. It's it's completely fake. Uh, and not that I'm a big fan of America or anything, but like if we should ditch the whole apple pie baseball thing and replace it with about, Dr. Pepper. Yeah, because that's really a better representation of what America is. <laughs> a weird made up flavor that's just sugar water. Oh, yes. Pretend to be a doctor without a doctorate. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> um, so, shall so, we? Yes. We're getting pretty deep into it because, as always, the last episode we record of every uh, session, it gets completely off the rails. Oh, yes. Um, so, shall we 
move on to another segment. I'm trying to think of how many more we have. Uh, looks like um, we only have two more. All right, so we can do another segment <clears throat> and then yes. end it with a beloved segment. Hey, oh, the most beloved segment of all. Yes. All right. Let's do I think it's finally time. Talking about for months. We're finally going to introduce a new segment. You know? Yes, you know? We look in the world and we think we know the truth. But the fact is, is that the truth is truly hidden from us. And so, we do our new segment, Secrets Revealed. Ooh, sounds mysterious yes so i shall of the three i have choose one at random and okay maybe eventually we'll have a theme song put oh here. yes but i don't know if we're we're quite ready for that so oh no we'll have to keep yeah, it a few face. shots beforehand all right <clears throat> now we have in our area uh, airport that you, a lot of us use, a lot of us love. It's a nice airport. Yeah, yeah. There we we've we're. If anyone says we're not a real city, we got an airport. Yes, we have an airport, which ironically has more selection than most of our malls. But <laughs> there we go. So, lavas. But we're not talking about that airport. We're talking about the Denver airport. Ah, I've, that's a big airport. Yes. Have you heard of the Denver oh, airport? Oh, the sea. Yeah, wait, there is like, yeah, there's like a secrets of the Denver airport. Yes. Right? Some theorists believe that D the Denver International Airport stands above an underground city which serves as a, as a headquarters of the New World Order. Theorists cite the airport's unusually large size, its distance from Denver City Center, Masonic and alleged satanic symbols, as well as said murals, which include depictions of war and death. Oh, so I <clears throat> I knew that there was some kind of weird conspiracy thing about the Denver airport. I did not realize it was this kind of uh, like anti-Semitic point of no return type conspiracy with the New World Order and stuff. That's, oh, uh, yes. I wonder if it's on... Uh, you can give go. I'm going to look for something since this segment seems to be about conspiracies. Yes. Um, so if there's something interesting I found. So, yeah, um, there is apparently an underground city in the Denver <laughs> International Airport. So, what could that inter that underground city be like, and why would you choose for your destination to be there? Yeah, and I do think it's important to make the distinction that the, the, the people claiming that this is some kind of New World Order, satanic, like, uh, con conspiracy thing, they are completely wrong. In fact, yes. what we're going to be talking about here is, in fact, the real uh, what's under the Denver airport. Yes. Little <laughs> city. At, I guess little, right? Well, they say that the place is pretty big. I mean, so it's, it's a big city. Underneath the entire Denver airport, that's probably fairly big. Yes. So, there's a city under the Denver airport. Why would someone want to go? Why would there be a city under under the Denver airport? 
I think yeah. that is the question that we need answered. Why would there be a city under the airport? Could it be? I because mean, there are so many malfunctions at the Denver airport. Now, I've never been to the Denver airport. But maybe they just struggle with plane tickets. And they overbook their flights. <laughs> They're like, hey, guys, we are overbooked. Can you wait a little bit in this underground yeah. city? Maybe it's like the ultimate... Um, waiting room, <laughs> and the oh, people yeah. just don't want to leave. They're like, guys, you have no idea what it's like in Denver. Okay, all our shopping malls are gone. We don't have a McDonald's or Burger King or Wendy's. You know, we have a freaking Cracker Barrel. <laughs> That's all we yeah. have. But underground, the Denver airport, you've got like three McDonald's, five Starbucks, yeah, a Red Lobster. Oh, <laughs> and um, you've got you've got the last <laughs> remaining family video store, and um, what was that one place I went about? You got Yonkers. Yonkers is still there. <laughs> it lives on. Maybe oh, that could be where all it's, the it's where all, all business yeah, go yeah, to get a second where, life. There, there's a. There's a JC Penny that's thriving. Yes, um, the one that's not going out of business. Yeah, yeah. Um, what, are, what are expired businesses? Maybe um, it's maybe it's not. There's a Radio Shack. Yeah, yeah Circus City. Mm-hmm. Um, is IBM still a thing? That's like the computer company. Yeah, or didn't they? Don't they? Aren't they just owned by some something oh, like Microsoft? Know. I don't know. I just heard them mention on Seinfeld. But I didn't know what happened to them. What if it's not only okay? Follow me with this. We're <laughs> going to go a little nutty. <clears throat> what if it's not just an underground city under the Denver airport? It's life pre Y two K. It's just December thirty first, nineteen ninety nine, all the time. Yeah, or or it's like, um, God, that, that reminds me of uh, basically the first episode of the show, Portlandia, where it's like, uh, Portland is like a place where there's an entirely different timeline. Gore won the election. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it's like it's the 2000s, uh, or it's like it's still the 90s uh, all the time in Portland. Yes. It's, maybe that's what's under there. It's, it's Portland, Oregon. People like to continue out the Portland, Oregon thing every day when they sit down to watch an ep- a new episode of Friends or whatever, because they just rerun the same thing over and over again. But to them, they're like, oh, it's new. I think they added a delete scene or something. They're still seeing election 2000 commercials <laughs> in there and they're just like god man when when are they finally going to learn the res- when we finally get this election over because yeah. well wow, this this election's lasting a long time <laughs> no, they, they in a way a they're pretty the lucky they didn't see what happened later yeah yeah so it's like that they everyone says like um hey you want to go to the party no 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 you want to go to the party <laughs> yeah. 90s yeah. slang is back. It's just it's the 90s there. TVs are not rectangles. They're squares. Yeah. Some yeah. of them still have dials. 
Yeah, personally, I feel like it. I'm feeling like it's perpetually the first half of the year 2000. So you're going um, specific- a little later. Yeah, I'm going specifically. I think it's. Um, I think it's right at the cusp at the end, like end of the 90s. The not, like 90s just kind of. Um, it's still fresh in uh, everyone's minds, though. Yeah, it's the entire 90s is fresh in everyone's mind, and you just get to live in just having lived the 90s in perpetuity. Yes. And then, but you know what will happen someday? Is there's going to be some jerk who finds the way to the city under the Denver airport. I was like, what is this? Yeah. Well, and then some guy says, whoa, dude. I'm trying to think early 2000s slang. <laughs> it's coming out as 80s. Whoa, dude. What is this thing? Oh, it's my iPhone. What? <laughs> and then it's ruined by they get the past 21 years and it's yeah. ruined. Yeah. Oh, man. But before that time comes, and it will happen, is prophesized. Mm-hmm. Not yet, but someone will write our words down and prophesize it. That before the um, the Antichrist brings the iPhone to the city underground. Yeah. That uh, in the Denver airport, there's a beautiful place. Underground, of course. Mm-hmm. Where people still live. Maybe not exactly in the 90s, but they're, they're still in that wonderful early phase of 2000 yeah they're like Uh, look how far we've come (laughs) now that's something that's a conspiracy i'd want to be true wow look my dial-up is so much faster (laughs) yeah uh for this inaugural thing i kind of want to uh throw something on the screen for the video version oh yeah well never mind i'll i'll uh link it in the i can't share screen but i'll link it maybe uh there's i i just i'm curious if it says this conspiracy because i found this like uh the the other day i found this uh it's called like the the conspiracy chart uh and it's like an upside down triangle that uh ranks conspiracy theories and like how deep in it you have to be to believe conspiracy theories. Oh yes, by by a few certain categories. It's kind of like a messed up upside down uh, food pyramid, where like uh, at the bottom things that actually happen, proven things that were conspiracies and then proven, uh, <laughs> like big tobacco lied about cancer. That's something that happened. Like the tobacco industry tried to cover up that. It, cigarettes caused cancer yes and there's the we have questions category where it's like if you believe in one of these it's not i'm shocked denver international airport is on that category (laughs) i'm not it must not be the full gamut of that because hearing the like uh uh um the like new world order thing that sounds like the top tier Yes. But, uh... Yeah. The, uh, and then you get into the leaving reality, unequivocally false, but mostly harmless, which is 
a Loch Ness monster, alien abductions, Elvis being alive. Yes. It's like, did you know where the first Elvis sighting was? Uh, probably no, except for just Elvis. Well, I mean, the first Elvis sighting after he died. Um, no. It's Kalamazoo. Really? Kalamazoo, Michigan? Yes. I think he, he went off to Kalamazoo, Michigan. That's the first sighting of him after he died. Wow. I didn't know Kalamazoo had such a rich history. Oh, it does now. That's wow. where the king yeah. of um, rock and roll. Yeah. So, so that's right. an unequivocally false, but mostly harmless conspiracy theory. Uh, then you're getting, these are the top two tiers. There's the dangerous to yourself and others conspiracy <laughs> theories. This is uh, stuff like COVID-19 being made in the lab, uh, 5G causing problems or whatever, uh, anti-vaxxers, uh, so this global is a recent being thing. a hoax. Yeah, this, this is a just-made chart uh, that someone made to kind of, like, specifically for current conspiracy theories. But then, <clears throat> this is, you would think, like, that sounds like the top tier. Yes. But I, I, I like I like referencing this, because this is truly the point of no return. It's, uh, it's actually called the anti-Semitic point of no return. World <laughs> ruled by supreme shadow elites. Once you believe it, you believe most conspiracy theories, please get help. <laughs> uh, and oh, yes. this is uh, um, this is satanic cult panics, that Pizzagate conspiracy theory, New World Order, George Soros, the Deep State, Flat Earth, Reptilian Overlords, uh, <laughs> Sandy Hook being a faked event, and of course, QAnon way there at the top um so yeah that's the point of no return where there's this weird uh oh yeah celebs moisturize with children's foreskin forgot about that one oh <laughs> yeah so that's the point of no return yes well since you mentioned it a few times and i didn't know where it was when i read it maybe we'll just keep it quick because i just was quickly going through them. Yeah. What is the New World Order? Because you had a reaction, okay. like, I don't know what it is. Oh, well, no, the reason I've been, I'm kind of, uh, in a, and the reason why I wanted to go over that is because I'm kind of an obsessed anti-conspiracy theorist, and I almost wanted to start a whole podcast about it, because I, and I love this chart so much, because I get frustrated a lot because in conversations, a lot of times people are like, oh, so you think that the government's always telling the truth or, but this chart, I think does a good job of like saying, no, there are some conspiracy theories that have proven to be true. It's part of history. There are also some things that if you believe it wholeheartedly, I can't fault you and maybe there is some questioning but then there's this these several chunks of things that like i think you're honestly on a bad path for your brain <laughs> your mental health and for everyone around you if you start to trail down that and i think it's it it snowballs from these little uh things where i'm i don't like to even really pretend to sincerely believe in any conspiracy theories 
because I don't want to like snowball down that path. Except for the early two thousands city under the Denver airport. Yeah. Because we, what I think what we've done there is turn a potentially top tier harmful conspiracy theory and brought it down to the unequivocally false, but mostly harmless category, which is as high as I would allow anyone to go and still associate with them. If someone believes in the Loch Ness monster or Bigfoot, I'm like, that seems like a fun, whimsical life. Yes. I'm happy for you. If and you Elvis, go above don't forget that, Elvis. Yeah, that, yeah, that's that's honestly the most fun tier right there. Like, crop circles, the Beatles never existed. I didn't know about that one. Crop circles are kind of lame, but yeah. They're kind of lame because they're so easily explained, and it's like, yeah, come on. Um, but yeah, and then... But anyway, the, the New World Order, the reason why I had a reaction is because I know of it as being one of these top-tier detached-from-reality ones <laughs> that I think is kind of based a little bit around the idea that, like, Jewish elites are secretly ruling the world. Oh. And with stuff like, uh, like, it's similar to the, like, uh, rep- that a bunch of famous powerful people are secretly reptilians, that whole conspiracy theory. Um, uh, There's some, like, connotations with that conspiracy theory that it's almost like they're saying reptilians, but we know what they're really talking about. Oh, wow. I had no Uh, idea that that, uh, the people who came up with some of these are such a-holes. I don't know. There's a, there's a, yeah, that whole top tier is all like, uh, fueled by this extreme paranoia and like belief in some kind of class and race of people, uh, ruling the world. It's, it's just, I mean, we've seen it with, uh, like QAnon and people who say things like deep state and George Soros and white genocide that it's fueled by a lot of uh, Who's George harmful Soros? ideas. I have no idea, but I know it's something that conspiracy theories love to say. Oh. Well, on this show, we not only look at the conspiracy theories, we add to them and we make them fun, darn it. I actually, <clears throat> I like the idea of punching up conspiracy theories <laughs> And this could be kind of a helpful chart going into this this segment in the future, is if we find an interesting conspiracy theory, maybe not necessarily adding to one that already has too much about it, but if we find one that just feels a little off, or we're just like, uh, this is a little dangerous or something, we could punch it up to reach a point where it's like, here's where you need to be if you want to, to have fun with this. Yes. So we're going to... It's sort of like punching up a script or something, but it's punching up a conspiracy theory. So I like that idea. We'll get so many legit conspiracy theorist podcasts just bashing our show. Like, go down the unwanted answers. Where are their stupid questions? Go back to what you know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I want. Yes. Uh, Well... Is it time for the most beloved of all the beloved segments? Beloved of, yes, it, I mean, it absolutely is. I would love 
to escape uh, the confines of the underground city. Yes. The underground city. At least for now. That sounds pretty nice if you think about it. To go back to 2000. Yeah, that underground, that underground city. I'd live there. It's it like is the ultimate vacation. It is a place where, well, at airports where you go for vacations. Yes. What year is that? That's what I was going to say. Unfortunately, I think it's before this. Yeah. I, I, I think I remember everyone I knew was about Christmas 2004, 2005 got that. And we all got the yeah, lime green yeah. ones. I felt lucky that I didn't get the original Game Boy Advance, the yeah. one that didn't flip down. And I don't think it had... I think the, the thing with this is it had a light. And the other one didn't have a light at all. Oh, yeah. So Do that you was remember a- years ago, um, I think someone we knew had one. You could buy like a cartridge that had TV shows on them. Oh, I, I yeah, I had one. You did? Of um, what? Um, God, they must have not had very good shows on those because I, I think the like only one I, or something. Yeah, but I, I would think that I would have a better one because I think the one that I still have somewhere is like the Rugrats all grown up. Ooh, all grown up. <laughs> yeah, you had me at Rugrats. Rugrats. You lost me at all grown up. You know? Did you know they did a continuation type show? Uh, of, Paramount of all Plus? Grown up? Of Rugrats. Uh, oh no! It's CGI. Oh man, it's so oh, good. I did. I did know that. I just i I didn't expect it to be good. That's good to hear. Do you have Paramount Plus? I I used a trial of it oh. uh, at one point, but hey, I'll have to. I mean, like the worst thing it about again. it is that for season one, there's only like five episodes, which is like, guys, come on! But um, it feels exactly like the old show, except with more expensive CGI animation. That's good to hear that it's good. Um, oh, it's awesome! The one thing I was a little like. <gasps> Because, like all of us, whenever they change certain things from your child, you're like, <gasps> yeah. They changed yeah. Grandpa. Uh, was his name Grandpa Lou or something? That sounds right. I think so. Is uh, they made yeah. him more of a hippie type character. And at hmm. first I saw, I was like, <gasps> but it works in the show. I see. And there's this one great moment where, and maybe, well, okay, it's been out for a while, so it's not a big spoiler. But Angelica yes. grabs the grandpa's phone and um, he was on a dating service and she um, like orders a bunch of grandmas to come to the house and they're all there to meet him. <laughs> it was awesome. And um, it did a really nice thing. It's like it's kind of like a sequel to the show, but it it doesn't really care much about continuity, which I kind of like like. You have the classic characters like Tommy, Chucky, um, Phil, Lil, Susie, yeah. but it doesn't. It's like pre. What was the Tommy's brother name? Was it Dill or something? Yeah, d- uh, yeah, Dill Pickles. Yeah. yeah, it's pre that, but interesting. Cool. I like yeah. to think it wipes out all grown up to never have happened. Like they've just been <laughs> babies this whole time. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And that would be, um. I looking up 
uh, Rugrats, I just found something that, boy, do I want to, I want to dig into this on an episode of one of our shows sometime. This looks just fantastic to dig into. There's an article or something, or it, it, you search Rugrats, and then it says people also ask, why is Rugrats so bad? And then I clicked on it, and it's like a, it's like a huge essay about why parents should be warned about Rugrats. <laughs> it's like it features kids disobeying their parents. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, oh man, do you know, man? I don't know if I should mention this at all, but I think I will. So, someone I knew decided. And made a mistake and went to a very small school. I guess that's how I'll say it for mm-hmm. for a college. Got it. And yeah. they talked about you know I wasn't allowed to watch the Disney Channel or Nickelodeon. I was only allowed to watch Veggie Tales and Passion of the Christ as a child. I'm like okay. Talking Jeez. vegetables, or you could see and one of those violent movies that yeah, were made, but really sure. violent movie. Yeah, stay away from Cinderella or Animaniacs or something. That's pretty hard. Watch a dude be murdered. I don't even think it's in English. Uh, it's not. It, I I think that was. Uh, no, I think it is because it's a. Uh, isn't that like a? I no think they. Yeah, but I think he chose to have it be in the um, authentic. Yes, the original language or whatever. That's really, really like that's hardcore evangelism for sure. Yes. I think it's a long movie too. Like, oh, what was it? Um, Oh, yeah, it's probably over two hours. Did you know it was. Uh oh it's well it's not that bad. It's 127 minutes. Just over two hours then. Yeah. I thought it would be like three hours or something, but it seems like know, that for a while it was the most successful RA movie of all time. And guess really? what throned it? Um probably. Um was there something before what, what, what was the recent thing that was the most successful R-rated movie of all time? Was it Joker? or? Oh, I don't know. Um, I thought something dethroned that recently. Oh, maybe I could have also thought it like it or something. But Anyway, maybe I'm I guess wrong. I have no idea. I'm pretty sure um, Deadpool took the spot. Oh, At least it did I at think the time. Idea. Joker... Okay. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of, actually. Joker might be it now, because I think it, it made a billion dollars, which is good for it. Um, yeah. I think it made more than Deadpool. I don't think any of the Deadpool films made a billion. I kind of, in retrospect, I kind of wish Deadpool 2 hadn't been so close to Infinity War. Because I think that might have hurt Spot. Well, oh, it did pretty good. It made... It made almost eight hundred million. Well, I guess the thing where help screw what I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but, but man, yeah, reading a movie for two hours. But you, <clears throat> I rewatched The Godfather, the first one this weekend. 
what I really appreciated was um, there was like a scene where two characters were talking in Italian, but then at some points the subtitles would stop because you could tell the director wanted you to focus on like the facial expressions and stuff and like their movements. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I do like that sometimes when, uh, uh, I can't think of what it is now, but I know that there's some show where it often goes to, it might even be breaking bad or something where it often will like go into just fully Spanish but it doesn't like do subtitles and it's just kind of interesting to uh like you don't really always need the exact words yeah oh what was i gonna say oh man i'm blanking on what what well we're about to go to our beloved segment of all but what was the thing i was gonna say (laughs) crap I know it's going to come to me later. I know it yeah. will. This episode is going to take some editing. <sighs> yes. <laughs> all right. So shall we go to our most beloved segment of all? I would be loved to. Yes. And we shall go with. Okay. Should go with this one. <clears throat> Let's hope reading this goes better than the other one. <laughs> uh because I know there's going to come... You are so cruel to her daughter in the South or whatever it is. It was... It was It was funny. Yes. All right. Dear Abby, my husband and I have been together for 20 years. In the middle of our living room sits an albatross of a coffee table. My husband's girlfriend made it for him in the late 60s slash early 70s. I think it weighs 500 pounds. I am finally redecorating the house. I want this table out of my life, but he won't hear of it. He says that there will be absolutely no negotiate on the subject. I have tried every approach. I feel like I'm second fiddle to his past. How can I move forward without such resentment? Signed, hates the relic in California. <laughs> wow, moved by a table. Yes. I mean some some people get mad with another person. Some people get mad with yeah. an animal, yeah. but this person, their mortal enemy in life <laughs> is an inanimate <laughs> object. The table. No, I, I imagine that the husband comes home and she's standing at the sink facing away, doesn't look him in the eyes and just says what does she have that I don't? <laughs> what? What does she have that I don't? Points at the table. Mm-hmm. The, the table? What are you? What are you talking about? <laughs> she, um, she, she's like, what do you want me to do? You want me to super glue a coffee table to myself? You want coasters on my armpits? What? What does the table offer that I don't? <laughs> Maybe he makes it worse. <laughs> By it's like my strange addictions. He comes back home. <laughs> He goes, he kneels by the coffee table, kisses it, and goes, mm, How is my baby yeah. girl today? <laughs> Do you love her? What? The, ta- the table? <laughs> I mean, uh, if, meanwhile, uh, flashes I'm, back to earlier I, that I, day. She's like, Do you love that table? Legs. What? I mean, I, I I don't not love the table if that's what you're asking. It's a nice table. <laughs> it, it holds 
it holds all of my dishes when I'm trying to eat food. It holds yes. me when I'm feeling weak. <laughs> it's like it's the one thing I turn to when all is wrong with the world. And then like she'll grab like a magazine from the table and she goes, Ow! What? What what what's the wrong? That table gave me a sliver. Oh, you know the table didn't mean to give you a sliver. How do you know that, Tim? How do you know that? I'm telling you, that table hates me. Oh, no. No, no, no. Shh, you know how much I hate a white girl's face. Yeah. Oh, my girls are fighting over me. <laughs> oh, I think you... <laughs> He's like, we going to see a cat fight or something or what? And then um maybe one day will come the um the the what what do you think will be the breaking point with the table? Like it's 2 a.m. She <clears throat> walks out to get something to drink and he's asleep on the table and she goes, What are you doing? Oh, oh, uh, honey, <laughs> I know what you think. I know what you you're sleeping with that table. No, 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 no. I just I mean the bed is so far away and she seemed cold. I I just thought we needed space. No, no, you've done it this time, Tim. I want you out of this house. Okay, fine, I'll come back tomorrow <laughs> and we'll talk about this with clear heads. He goes. The next day, knocks on the door and he goes, Hello, Jennifer. And then he hears rum, 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 a chainsaw. Whoa, what's going on? <laughs> and then he walks in and she's cutting in half. He goes, No, what have you done? <laughs> and he holds the pieces in his hand. And, no, what have you what have you done to my girl? Look what you've done to it. <laughs> it's okay. Don't try to speak. I'm here. Tim's here. Yeah. Tim loves you. And then he's, he tries to put a glass on it and it just slides off and shatters. And he's like, look what you've done. You destroyed <laughs> my love. Yeah. Gets out the level. I will put you back together. <laughs> this is like a. I feel like this is like a goosebumps book or something. The, the living yes. table. He, he tries to super glue it together or something, and it falls apart. And um, the another glass shatters, and his wife says, "So Tim, how's it going?" He falls to his knees. I'll never love again. <laughs> 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 it, uh, the next day, uh, she comes home, and he slap. He puts papers down gently on the table, and she's like, "What's this, <sighs> honey? I'm never gonna love anything again as much as I love my girl here. I, <laughs> I'm. We need to get a divorce. Yes, you could, I don't want it to be." A big thing. I hope you understand. We've been growing apart for years. I just hope you'll sign this. And it can be an easy, simple task. And it's her, isn't it? It's <laughs> and she she looks, she notices there's a ring around <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the the leg of the table. <laughs> you couldn't wait. You couldn't wait until I signed the damn papers on divorce <laughs> no we're going to vegas where it's possible to get married fast yeah 
So in the fact that his girlfriend made it for him, his ex-girlfriend, means it's one of a kind. <laughs> so Yeah. He's like, true. um, we're going to I'm going to rehabilitate her. We're going to live with my mother, and I'm going to rehabilitate her until <laughs> she's able to hold things again. Yeah. There's a montage of uh, him and the table getting married, but the table's in a wheelchair. And then yes. the table at physical therapy, the table <laughs> holding something <laughs> for the first time. And he has tears. He has a clump of tissues. And then the table uh, with a, a little awful looking little demented table human uh, combination children. Maybe the uh, chairs in, in family photos, like little yeah. chairs. <laughs> That's their babies, and they're just in the backyard. He has his arm around the table, and just yeah. and they're just, and he's just smiling at it. Gives a little kiss on the cheek. Yeah, and then it's the table over the years, the table and and his twenty uh, fifth, uh, and then you see uh, the table um, at his deathbed. Yeah. <laughs> And then, how does it both end for them? One is cremated, the other goes in the wood chipper. Or, uh, what I was thinking, but I didn't know, it seemed like a, a too long of a walk to get there. Somehow, they make him a coffin out of the table. <laughs> oh, yes. Which, in a weird way, almost makes it like cannibalism. Like, she's eating her dead lover, but... Forever, yeah. Yes. That could be like um, they make um the table they saw off the table, and they have like him holding it, and there's the ring on one end, the ring on his hand, and carved in it says "Always Together." Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> yes. And then the girlfriend goes to his funeral. Wow, I had no idea he loved that table so much. <laughs> I mean, if I would have known, yeah. I would have made him another one. Yeah, ex-wife is like you have no idea what you've done to me yeah <laughs> you broke up yeah. my family for that stupid table yeah she makes like a table business and sells tables to all like people all around the world and this problem gets caused everywhere with like people falling out of love with their spouses falling in love with the table and then we've really got a goosebumps novel on their hands the twist at the end where it's not really over Oh, yes. So I think she, um, the question is, how can I move forward without such resentment? The answer is the clean break. Kind of go your separate ways. He loves that table. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Might as well get it over with now before it gets any uglier. I mean, I, this is the bit of advice I want to give in, in, in general uh, for this woman and to and here towards the end of the show. And that's that like, and it might hurt for you, but it's not good for you to be in love with someone who doesn't love you back. And oh, so, yes. Unfortunately, as much as it hurts, you've got to do what's best for you. And even though it might feel like what's best for you is staying in it, being with this person that you're, you're drawn to because you were in love with them. But, in fact, the thing that's actually going to be best for you is to be alone for a while and then remember what it feels like for someone to love you and for you to love them back. And 
<laughs> Maybe and one day she'll go to a store, sit in a leather chair, and then she'll be like, oh, this is nice. And then she just rubs the armrest. Really <laughs> nice. And then... <laughs> Um, the, I hope this doesn't awaken anything in me. <laughs> yes, her um, her friend is like, so what's going on? And she's holding the chair, and she's like, I think I found someone of my own. <laughs> uh, beautiful. <laughs> yes. So, as we close out this episode of Unwanted Answers, the mm-hmm. question, I guess, is what is the moral of today's episode? And I'm not going to lie, this one kind of went past me. I well, I'm struggling a bit I, more to remember I was what say, happened. I was, su- one. I was suggesting there that the moral is uh, that you shouldn't love someone who doesn't love you back. Yes, whether it's loving someone who um, who loves a chair or a cheddar biscuit, loving a skipper who doesn't love it back. That's true. Or a dog who will leave you if you take some of his food. Or um, Red Lobster is a franchise. So if you want to get a visit from uh, boaters who love Cheddar Bay Biscuits, you can open your own franchise. Oh, yes. So, yes. Find love in all the right places. And yes. with that, we will sail off into the night and like find the our way. And the captain to the is trying to avoid the harbor patrol. Yes, exactly. So there you go, guys, with this episode of Unwanted Answers featuring a new segment. Yes, I guess also, um, if you don't love, if the year 2021 doesn't love you, go down to the Denver airport and go back to the year 2000. Absolutely. So there we go, guys. This episode of Unwanted Answers. Now we know, let's be honest, you didn't ask for it. Heck, even we didn't ask for it. We know yeah. Paul didn't ask for it, except for when we did his product. Yeah, he's living. Yes. But anyway, like the cat who won't go away because it keeps eating your garbage, like the pimple on the top of your head that won't go away before school picture day. We are still here giving you content. Just like that. Just like that. You did not ask for this, and yet, there it was. Mm